I feel like someone's saying, oh, don't you think your mum's sexy? It's like, well, I mean, I don't have the capacity to think that. If you if you clip that down to me to say my mum is sexy or something, I'm going to punch <laughs> you both in the dicks. <laughs> well, now we've got to. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as always I'm joined by Whip. Say hello. Hello. And I'm joined by Dromat. Say hello. Hi. So you're, you're back, Yay. not that you went anywhere. <laughs> Where the fuck were you last time? I was in Portugal. Okay, that's that's a valid excuse. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, I did offer to take some recording stuff with me if you didn't manage to find a host. Oh no, we um, we found we found another third host who was very lovely. Yeah, no, he was too. Who spoke was... about some very serious topics very close to <laughs> yeah. my heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was slightly annoyed because I was like, okay, they'll find a host and hopefully they'll find someone who is less interesting, less fa- internet famous, <laughs> and less cool th- than me. And you did the opposite <laughs> of all of those things. So now I just feel like I'm just inferior following up. <laughs> oh no, you're you're a very special drummer, but <laughs> you are. So yes, joking aside, yes, thank you, Wemlays, for filling in. Yes, thank you yeah, very much. It was, it was I, I did, I did, I did listen, and it was, it was very good. I imagine that's kind of weird to listen. Yeah, to. Yeah, it was, it was kind of bizarre. Be like watching, I don't know, someone else fuck your wife or something. I don't know. <laughs> in on a much, much less sexual na- level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, if you're who, into who, that, who that's like, fine. Like, like I ain't judging or anything. <laughs> just you know. What would, okay, um, shall, shall I try and get this podcast into some vague order? Yeah, well, I mean, I do have some vague follow-up bits from the previous podcast. Okay, um, okay sure. If you're interested. Absolutely. So, seeing as now this is the Dick and Balls podcast, <laughs> Apparently. I have some, yes. some feedback on my favourite movie, Dick and Balls. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So, I'm gonna, there's two slightly different categories, right? So, possibly my, the most entertaining Dick and Balls, I've got to go with Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny. You don't see the dick and balls, but it's explicitly mentioned of turning off lasers. So it's quite a functional dick and balls. You see, you see the the wernus you see push the... through the underpants yeah. and press a button. You see the bulge. You see yeah, the bulge. you see the bulge, yeah. but you don't see an actual dick. And there's even no balls, so I'm not entirely mm. sure it counts. So I guess maybe um, that's an honourable mention. Maybe. So honourable mention. Yeah. We only saw the dick. Okay, that's the dick fair. And the balls. Well, I have a my my actual first choice of dick and balls in a film. Can I have? Can I hazard a guess? You can. Is it Will Smith's dick and balls? It is not. You, it's one oh. you didn't mention it. Um, you mentioned Will Smith's when you were talking about it. Okay. It's it's a manly chunk of a man, Mister Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh, I have Tom not seen Hardy that gentleman's in, dick and balls. Um, Bronson, which is an excellent oh, film, yeah. where he basically plays Charles Bronson in prison, mostly in prison, and at various times covers himself in body paint and butter and just runs at guards naked. Basically. Yeah, I've heard Charles Bronson is a fucking lunatic. Yeah, but he's an entertaining lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a very, very good film. Yeah, wasn't he locked up for fairly minor charges and then has just stayed in prison because he just keeps assaulting prison guards and generally causing a fuss? In essence, yeah. Um, 
He's an artist now, apparently. So, oh, I mean, okay. What that says about artists or him? I'm Honestly, gonna... <laughs> okay. I'm going to straight up say this: the th- like covering yourself in body paint and butter and throwing yourself at a prison guard—that is art. <laughs> I can say that because I'm an artist, and you know, and I know what art is. <laughs> so he's always been an artist. Now he's just calling himself. One. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but it's a Dick and Balls. Even even excluding that, it's a very good film. I do recommend okay. it. I think it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it is now. Mm. Um, but the Dick and Balls made it good, huh? I'm surprised you weren't going for uh, Doc Manhattan's Blue Dick and Balls. Uh, from, uh, yeah, that's good. Blue Dick and Blue Balls. Mm. That's, that's just slightly too intimidating. Like, Tom Hardy's is pretty impressive, but... I don't it's know, I don't know where put it's, rela- it's a relatable penis. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You'd know, you'd know what to do with it. It's just, like, slightly extrapolating from the norm. Whereas the the big giant blue one, hmm. you know what I feel sorry for is the people that listened to the last podcast first because Rem was on, <laughs> and, and then thinks they're just going to and then they turn, and then they turn into this one like going, oh I'll listen to the next one as well you know and then it's just is this all they do they just talk about balls and dicks is this what they actually do all, all the time? <laughs> well, I thought you officially ne- renamed the podcast last last time. As did I. Apparently, yeah. Wib Wib the Iron Fisted has said no. Oh, okay. No. So All right. I, I think we should probably try okay. and, and, and shift ourselves away from the decay. Okay, moving okay. slightly on then. Uh, other quick thoughts I had about last week. You mentioned Maximum, Maximum the Hormone without me. I know, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. This, this makes me very upset because I want to go on about how good they are every time they're mentioned. Maximum the Hormone are a very, they are the very best good band. band. They're yeah. fantastic. The best band that you can't really find anywhere. Like They're not on yeah. Spotify or anything. They don't have much stuff on YouTube. And it's mm-hmm. hard to find because it's half... And they're, they're on hiatus at the moment because the, the drummer's pregnant. No, they're back from the hiatus. Oh, they're yeah. back from hiatus. Yeah, we found that out over a year ago. Well, um, unless she's been gestating for, well, for several years. If you're pregnant with triplets, you gestate for like, like what was it, 27 months. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I have seen people, who, I, I've met people who generally thought that, so... Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, okay. really good band. Uh, we're sorry, very, very we're good. sorry, drummer. Um, and my final point was that I feel like someone has to defend Carrot Cake. Oh, no, no. It's... Okay, podcast is over. Thank you very much for listening to the Pod. It's, uh, it's been a long, tedious journey thanks to Drummer Matt and his Carrot Cake agenda, but that's okay. Um, can, can I qualify it, or is, oh, is this, it's over? <laughs> no, no, Misanthropod's over now. Okay. No I... one can defend Carrot Cake because it's the worst. I'll be the reasonable one and let you, let you qualify. Okay. Mostly because if you do it right, it basically just tastes like a really moist, excellent sponge cake. But also you can pretend it's healthy because it's made of carrots. So you don't notice, mm. apart from the fact that you can allow yourself to eat more. But what if I just ate a carrot after I ate a really nice bit of cake that didn't have any carrot in it? Well, because then you still only get to have... You don't get to eat a bad thing every time you eat a good thing. Right? That's yeah. the way it works, though. It, <laughs> no, it nullifies is, it. That's, that's why like chocolate raisins are the world's greatest food, because they are exactly as healthy as they are unhealthy, so, so they don't count as anything. So you yeah, can so eat, you eat infinite, that like nothing. Sorry, functionally yeah. infinite. <laughs> chocolate <laughs> raisins. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, okay, my, my, my compliments to carrot cake go out the window then. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. See? Yeah, yeah. Fucking own. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Hold my hands up. <laughs> Put that, that in your mixing bowl and bake a carrot cake. But I, do, I do like carrot cake. I like carrot cake icing as well. You have like a um, cream cheesy type icing instead of like a normal icing, and it's excellent. Dude, just have mashed potato. What? <laughs> <laughs> if your carrot, if the only carrot cakes you've had taste like mashed potato, that's why you don't like it. Okay, no, I'm saying carrot cake icing is basically mashed potato. But it's like cheesecake on top of as icing. 
No, it's fucking mashed potato with carrots in it. I don't, I don't think it is. Right, anyway, this was only meant to be a minor point. I'm starting to realise that maybe my mother was an even worse cook than I have been led to believe. <laughs> That's mm, quite possible. Yeah, but anyway, is that. it was only meant to be a minor point. So okay, yeah. okay, should probably move on. Uh, probably. Um. So yes, as I mentioned. Oh yeah, and but before I do move on again, um, thanks to Emily's for filling in. Absolutely. Much appreciated. So you saved me having to lug microphones to Portugal. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which wouldn't have been so much of an issue because we drove, but the issue was that the car is now on 142,000 miles. Oh, um, that's not that bad. It's more than a car should have, and it's on its original uh, yeah. exhaust, original clutch, and we genuinely, it started to rattle more than when you were last in it. Oh, God. Um, God. And we genuinely were worried that it was, wouldn't come back, so we kind of tried to pack minimally, so if the car did just break down, we could just leave it by the side of the road and get the train back. <laughs> <laughs> so taking the mic wouldn't have been an issue, but we might have lost it. But the car was fine, weirdly enough. So, huh. well, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad. I'm glad all the, the the old the old car. We never did give it a name, did we? Monty. Monty. Yeah, okay, we yeah. named it. That's okay. <laughs> well, you didn't tell us. Oh, good old Monty. Yeah, he does well. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, Port- oh. Portugal is very nice. If anyone gets a chance to go, we went to the north, so away from all the bits where the British tourists go. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go there, trust us. I went to the bit where all the British tourists go. It was shit. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's basically like Skegness with sun. Yeah, a little bit. Makes no sense to anyone not from the UK, I imagine, but like just fairly terrible seaside. I feel that you can gather all you need to know about Skegness by simply hearing the name. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about as fun as, and hygienic as, as, as it is. Yeah. Because, especially because people go, oh, you're going to Skeg. And you're like, mate. Mm. Oh, no, people usually say skeggy. No, I've always heard it as skeg, which what? sounds like skag. I think I don't know. Which I'm just what thinking people of... primarily consume in skegness. I know it just makes me think of uh, look at a skag, the, um, skexis. <laughs> Can I have some skag? I need some ease and some skag. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> not related to the last podcast, but to the one before it, um, we set up that really stupid email. Oh yes, we did. yes. That amazingly um, stupid email. Did you get any emails through can, to that, Matt? I have it up right now, almost as if we prepared something. Oh. Uh-huh. We have a grand total of one email. Ooh. Okay. Um, can you remind everyone what the email address was? The email address, was? well, it was hopefully going... It was originally wanting to be um, something like specifically Drumblebee at snipeandwib at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, apparently Gmail has a character limit on their email addresses. Which I think is completely unfair. Yes, completely unfair. Mm-hmm. Um so we set it up to be only drummer mat instead of specifically. So it's only drummer mat at snipe and web at gmail dot com. Good. Um, as good. is spelled at out at. at yeah. Only drummer mat because it'll only be me who reads it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So if anyone wants to send any questions or any like sexy fan art of yeah. drummer mat or yeah, feedback that, telling good. me that Remley did a much better job. I mean, because well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be told, but I mean, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> um, but yes, we had we had one email, um, and I assume we can say who it is. I assume they, they didn't say that they want to be anonymous. Okay, um, you guys should specify if you want to be anonymous or not. Yeah, because um, we will we will just smear the walls with your name. <laughs> yeah, um, from a lovely chap called. Let me see if I can pronounce it. Inquisitor Zashen. Okay. So, okay. Uh, merely telling us that we are good people, and that made me feel warm and fuzzy. Aww. Um, well, I assume he's referring to all three of us, rather than specifically me being good people. 
Lexington. Oh yeah, <laughs> you are good people, drummer Matt. I, I assume most people absolutely despise us. They only tune in for you, Matt. Yeah. To be fair, I'd only tune in for drummer Matt as well. <laughs> well, I mean, with the high quality content so far, which is just recycled from last time. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Shh. Don't it's... make it so obvious, dude. We're being responsible. We're recycling, keeping our, this podcast carbon footprint neutral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True, true. It's the way we do it. Uh, yeah, maybe one day we should set up an email address for the questions that isn't so stupid, but I think right now we should stick with this <laughs> well, one. Well, I mean, people could yeah, always so forward questions can... or statements or whatever to snipeandwibplay at gmail.com, but we need to set up a new one that isn't only drummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com oh god that's a lot of fucking yeah. words you can put I the link said. in the little description can't you so people oh yeah yeah, I'll, yeah I'll do that in so the, yeah if you want yeah. if anyone wants to send anything to us then for the podcast anyway send it to that stupid email address that will be in the description <laughs> you see like this is so fucking stupid yes because usually it it's like it should be questions questions for podcasts not only drama <laughs> matt at snipeandwib at gmail.com. Well, what it means is that only only the true fans... Don't like, bring up no true Scotsman right kind of thing. That's <laughs> bullshit. Come on. I am joking. No true Scotsman would ever listen to the misanthropod. I don't know. I think there's at least one. <laughs> okay, there's one true Scotsman that listens to the misanthropod. Surely there can only ever be one true Scotsman. Like, if, oh. you're, if you're not the one, you're like an inferior copy. <laughs> there they, can only be one, as they yeah. say. Exactly. <laughs> Come um, on, Matt, what else hey. have you been up to? So, it's been four weeks, so you'd think I'd have something to talk about. Yes. And surprisingly, I do. Yay. Oh. I have been playing Banished. Oh. My dude. Good choice. Yeah, because I heard you my go dude. on about it. Well, not go on about it. You've mentioned it in passing a few times. Yes. Have we ever spoke about it on here? I think I might have brought it up very briefly, just saying I've wasted like four or five hundred hours yeah, on that fucking game. I think I'm only up to like 20 or something, but that's not bad. I think in an early podcast you talked about it mm. quite a lot. But I do, it's 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 very good. I started it, I just started it just on like a medium difficulty, so like the medium starting conditions and medium weather. Mm. And yeah, so far, like... It's quite relaxing. No one's died or anything yet, basically. Oh, when it goes south, it goes south yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I had one. So I had one moment. Um, so yeah, I was thinking. I got up to like thirty or forty people, and I basically built every structure you can build. And I was like, well, I mean, I've finished, right? Like the only thing I hadn't built was I built like a church, which is like a big resource hog, and I built. Mm. I think I. I, I but it's good for I hadn't built like one building or something, and like. I was like, oh, well, I mean, I'm done with this now, right? There's not really, it's not like a, you know, Sim City or whatever, where you build the big monuments and then that's the sort of aim. I was like, oh, there's nothing left to build, so this is me done after a few hours. I'll start again on hard difficulty. I was like, oh, I'll just finish up. And then, yeah, I realised that everyone started to die. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... Be- that bas- happens pretty quick. Yeah, it happened alarmingly quick. It turned out I hadn't built enough houses for people to have... Like, people will live in families and then have kids. But if they're living with creepy old people, and they don't want to have kids, kids. <laughs> yeah. so I wasn't getting any new kids coming through. And then suddenly, all the original people who started all died of old age within about like a year or two of each other, like an in-game year. <laughs> yeah. So I went down to like twelve people, yeah. and I was like, yeah. "The fuck!" And, I, <laughs> and then I, try, I was slowly getting it back, but my, my birth rate was about the same as people dying of old age. So it was never. 
There was never yeah. quite enough people of a sort of having children age to make enough children. So I was never recovering. Yeah, that's where the town hall really comes into play because you can get um, people showing up asking to live in your yeah, town. Yeah, well, that's that was my next point. So in an analogy alarmingly close to real life, immigrants turned up and it was great. They helped save my city. Yeah. Yeah, they they come yeah. in and they, um, they 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 give you new new workers the work, workforce. They they you know they they stimulate the breeding pool. Yeah. They're bringing in outside influences, yeah. and it's just fantastic. Way more workers, so I got more stuff mm-hmm. built, and then everyone got happier, and the population was enough to actually start increasing. Yep. And yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah, I'm up to. I think I've just had to open a second church, which means that I've had just above. So I'm on about yeah, four hundred. No, I think it's two hundred per church. So yeah. I, I filled up my first church and then got another one. So I'm up to like 250 odd population nice. now. Nice. And I'm only on the very, very nice. smallest, smallest size map, and I filled up about half of it. Nice. So okay, I'm going to keep going until I've filled up this bit of map, and then I'll be like, okay, I'm actually going to start it. I'll start it on a bigger map so I can expand more, and I'll start it on like with like proper harsh. Because I had a couple of disasters, but they weren't really that bad. Oh, like and, fires and yeah, stuff. I had one yeah. fire which was limited to just a house, and that was fine. Mm. And I did, yeah, I did have a, a, a tornado thing. Um, oh dang! But that wasn't too bad. So have the, you had um have you had like um uh, parasites in the trees? Yet? No, no, the trees They're are all right. I've, ne- I've I have I've had a hospital, um, but I've never seen anyone in it ever. Nice. So you're doing well. I think yeah, it seems to be on because I think it's. Uh, do you play it on medium or do you play it on? I play it on easy. I, I basically I, I paid my dues with it, so now I only play it on easy because this can't be asked. Yeah, you you basically you played the game in its regular form for a long time, and then you hit a certain point and you just went fuck it, and you installed so many mods that you've basically turned it into your own like version of The Sims. Yeah, I've, okay. I, well, to be fair, it is it can still go downhill really fucking quick. <laughs> like it's it's still it's still got that kind of hairpin turn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Because it, it is it is really turning on a fucking dime. It's like everything's fine. Oh my god, I've lost half my population. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and you have to like pause the game and scour, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> or like if if like you get to a certain point and you're like, I'm doing really well and you forget to build a hospital, you are fucked. Yeah, yep, that seems to be You are way. straight fucked. Like one of my first games, um, it was a large a large map, so it was quite I had a lot a lot I think I had like about two hundred people, three hundred people. And I was reduced to one man. <laughs> Literally, wow. one man called Colin. <laughs> I remember what, him well. Did you, did you recover from that? No. Well, and Colin wouldn't well, I mean, die. What? Colin wouldn't die. He just... That, that was it. Like, none of the work was getting done, obviously. But I had, like, a... Uh, I can't remember what it was. I think it was, like... All... Like, everyone had just starved. And, like, frozen to death overnight. But there was just enough for Colin to... Do, to <laughs> To, like, be fine. You're just so, hiding like, amongst the other corpses to keep warm. <laughs> Feasting oh, wow, on them. You are, you are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Colin was pretty fucking, like, hardcore. Yeah. I was like, I gotta kill this guy. Because he was, like, 30. Okay. So I was like, shit. I got another half an hour worth of fucking waiting for this guy to die. So I sent him to the opposite part of the map to, my, to, to like, to cut down a tree. Because that usually kills people. No. No, he cut <laughs> down an entire tree and he came back. <laughs> And he just kept going back. This guy would not die. That's because Colin is a Terminator. He's a fucking Terminator. <laughs> he got... was sent back from the future. <laughs> and then he forgot what he was supposed to be doing. And he's like, well, I probably killed John Connor because everyone else is dead. <laughs> yeah. So, And I can't be John Connor, so fuck it. 
Colin the Terminator just wouldn't die. Wow. Well, he's, he's like, his internal battery is like 120 years. Yeah, so, so. fuck. Uh, and the thing is, he would have looked 30, but he probably would have been only about a couple of years old. Yeah, yeah. So. so. Mm. Uh, no wonder Colin wouldn't die. <laughs> it was so clear to me. But now. Oh, God. So yeah, banished. Very yeah, good game. No, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. very much enjoying it. I, I got it on sale ages ago, um, and just mm. hadn't had time to play it. So I'll be getting into that. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's one of those games where I'd like it if it had a little bit more to yeah. it. But considering it's a small team that yeah, made it, yeah. and it's quite cheap, I think um, it's, it's fantastic. It's it's really well put together. There's a lot of good, um, a, a lot of things that make sense in there, like buildings and things, and you know, I'm trying I'm trying to figure out how to say it like properly. I can't really articulate today. Um, there's a lot of good things, like, you know, there's there's enough buildings so it doesn't get super boring, and then when you get to the end of it where you built everything, it is a bit kind of... Huh. I think that's that's the biggest problem with the game, is that um, once you've got things to a certain size, you kind of plateau with new things. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. So you can keep building out, and you keep making duplicates of things, and, and there are new challenges at keeping a... Stable a, population. A stable population once they get really big, because suddenly... Like, if everyone runs out of tools at the same time. I remember that being one of the things that really fucked over some of my um, my towns. Yeah, because like, it would be nice, like, because you do kind of settle into a uh, like a rhythm. Into, and just kind of like, oh, okay, I'll just sit here and I'll just keep doing this. And then you forget to check things like, what are my tool levels at? Yeah. So, you're like, yeah, you're like, one day you'll be like, huh, that guy's got a broken... Wait a minute. Oh, my fucking God. They all have broken... <laughs> shit! <laughs> <sighs> yeah, my, or, my solution for that, because I'd heard tools are quite bad, is that I have always keep a backup for, like, a good tool for everyone to all break mm. at once. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this sensible. is going to be my buffer. My buffer is going to be as big as the population. <laughs> Just because <laughs> I've heard that everyone can, tools can just spontaneously explode or something. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but I've been enjoying it. It's not, hmm. yeah, like, yeah. You just kind of keep going and your population keeps yeah. going and you just have to track everything else. So it's not hard work, but you can't lose focus. Yeah, I mean, I always play until the um, the CPU can't handle the smoke effects anymore. <laughs> okay, right. so my frame rate drops. Like that's that's like how large okay. I get. How, how many people is that ish for you? Uh six. Uh, I can't even remember. Probably at least four. Okay, <laughs> it's like six hundred, eight hundred, something like okay. that. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's quite it's quite high. Yeah. So it's I mean, but it does get to a point where you build so many houses that you do your frame rate halves. Yeah, I bet. Because it's not really meant to be up that high. <laughs> I think that's why it's like under normal circumstances, yeah, yeah, yeah. without all the mods on, you wouldn't be able to get such a large population. Oh yeah, so what what mods do... I don't know if anyone cares, sorry. If anyone doesn't oh, care. Quick summary of what mods you've got. S- stones that give you more stone. Okay. Um, infinite mining, so like infinite quarries and oh, yeah. infinite yeah. Um, mines, because that just bugged me. Um, super horny animals. <laughs> okay. That's actually the name of the mod. <laughs> Great. Um, productive citizens, which basically means they can carry twice as much and they go twice as fast on on roads. Um, and uh, stable population, which makes them, which basically raises the breeding age, um, raises the the breeding limit, so they get to like sixty and they can't have kids anymore. Instead okay. of getting to like fifty or whatever, okay. and it means that they live a li- like ten years longer. Okay. okay. So yeah. It it is kind of cheat mode, but it's still it's can still really go yeah. downhill very quickly. Well, I think I've mentioned this before in in relation also, to also uh, intensified fishing dock. That's a uh, good one too. Uh, I've mentioned this in relation to other games as well. Like sometimes, I mean, yeah, you know, I enjoy things like like Dark Souls as much as the next man, but like sometimes just taking a game that might might be complicated, you know, complicated and difficult to begin with, 
but then making it easy and being just something that you can just turn on and play for a couple of hours whilst you're waking up or trying to, you know, zone out or yeah. whatever. Like, I think there is there is very uh, very much a value in that kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, that that is is one of my favorite chill out games. Mm. So it's. I mean, I've paid my dues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even then, if you if you want to just boot it up with all these mods on first time you play it, I mean, I'd say. Maybe try it without them on, but I mean, hell, who gives a shit? It's your you bought, game. You, you bought, bought the game. game. You know? totally. It's like yeah. people who get angry at the at the concept of like Dark Souls having an easy mode. Like, yeah, it's just like, look, <laughs> if you're not going to use it, it's fine. Yeah, why why would you care what other people are doing? No yeah. one's making you do it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that, I remember that happened when one of the um, the modern uh, Mega Man Mega Men <laughs> when the Mega Man games came out. The is it um, nine and ten? I think I, I don't follow Mega Man, but the the ones that were made to emulate the um, NES games that came out on like um, PC and I think, I think they came out on like PS3 and, and 360. And some I remember like um, someone I knew was like super angry at like the fact that it had an easy mode. Like oh my god, they're just making it like so you know casuals can play it. And it's like you know I'm not being funny, what's, but like what's wrong with casuals playing? It's like game? you don't have to play it, so why does it matter to you if the game is easier or if there is an easy mode? And it's not like Mega Man is a super easy, super accessible um, set a set of games, especially in a modern context, because. You know, back when um, the original Mega Man games were coming out, yes, Nintendo Hard was a thing, so it doesn't stand out as much. But you play some of those games by today's standards, and they they are just they will just rock your fucking dick off. <laughs> yeah, and they they do not care because um, the thing is, like, you were buying something that was, you know, basically the same price as a game today, but thirty years ago, which meant that the game was only about forty minutes to an hour long. Yeah. So they made it really fucking difficult. Yeah, so because like, then it would, you know, you'd feel like you had value for money. Well, it's like I mean, I think when when I um, I, I kind of got it into my head that I wanted to beat the original Castlevania, um, and I just kind of did that for a couple of months, like get it, like slowly chipping through it because I'm terrible at old school games, uh, really bad. I think pretty much most people nowadays are terrible at old school games unless they've yeah. been playing it since yeah. it came out. Um, like every few months, go yeah, I'll play that again. And like, I wanted to do it legit, like not using save states or anything. I wanted to do it legit, so gradually, gradually push my way through it. And then by the time I got to the end, I was good enough at it that I could beat it in like, well, I say good because I mean I know like like, some, like records of it are like fifteen minutes or whatever. But Jesus. I could do it. I could do it in like forty minutes, which I was like, yeah, no, that's that's fine for me because I'm I not think trying you to speed be proud of anything. that because that shit's yeah. that shit's difficult. Yeah, it's not like it's an easy game, but the thing is, like that was. I got I got money's worth from that because of how hard it was, but like nowadays that's not how game worth is kind of calculated. So mm. you know, you can have a game that you know you can make put easy modes in, and then it's up to the person if they want to use it or not. Because you know, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a lot of it will be the mentality of, well, I've played this game and it was really hard, and I don't think we should make it easier for new people. Kind of like I had it difficult, therefore no one else should have it easy. Yeah, and it's like. While I, I can understand that mindset, it's really not fucking helpful. Yeah. It's like, look, you know, fucking cut that kind of elitist kind of yeah, it's just a shitty mindset mentality out. I've been guilty of having that mindset, so, you know, I can understand it, but, like, cut it out because it's really not helping anyone. Yeah. It's just... Just it's just ruining gaming gameplay experience for people you don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's like look, a lot of people might not have time. They might not be physically able to play games. That's properly. that's a very important point. Yeah. That is an important point. 
you know, or maybe like young'uns want to give it a play. You know, I'm not saying like <laughs> let your toddler play Dark Souls, although if they're good at it, <laughs> you know, it's it's that kind of thing. It's like you don't know why someone would want to play it. Maybe somebody's mum really wants to play Dark Souls. Yeah, you know, and it's like what's wrong with a mum playing Dark Souls? You know, I think that I think that's fine. You know, yeah. make gaming more accessible to yeah, people. Totally. So, you know, then maybe, like, if anything bad happens in video games, people won't basically point at it with the big moral out- outcry. And maybe helping more normal people who don't game understand gaming might be a bit beneficial to all of us. But maybe. Who knows? Who knows? We need to stop fucking gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was an incoherent yeah. babbling. So, a bit like yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah. Um, Easy mode would be good. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. As long as they keep normal modes as well, like give people oh, just, yeah, keep normal modes yeah. too. Yeah, but like maybe just chuck in an easy mode on the end, just you know, for anyone who needs yeah. it or wants it, and a crazy mode for you guys like you. <laughs> what? Do no, please. <laughs> the last time I completed a difficult game was um, Metal Gear Solid Two on Extreme. I got stuck on Fat Man um, on European Extreme because I just couldn't fucking put out the uh, the C four boxes. <laughs> quick enough i just couldn't fucking do it i just couldn't do it and now my game is stuck there i completed <laughs> it on every single difficulty apart from european extreme and now my oh. game is stuck because i didn't alternate my save files oh. so ah. i can never ever progress oh. and like fuck can i go back 15 years later <laughs> and fucking complete it fuck it i couldn't do it then fuck if i can yeah. do it now you know what metal gear solid needs it needs an easy mode <laughs> oh wait it did it had a very easy mode yeah it's all very easy to european extreme Interesting thing about European Extreme, they found out, or at least they say they did, that Europeans were way better at the game. Oh, okay, I was about to ask why it was European Extreme. Yeah, so they put in the difficulty, like, you know with Final Fantasy VII, how they put in European exclusive monsters, like the Ruby Weapon and things? I was Western exclusive oh, we- monsters, I don't Western think it was European. Exclusive. Yeah, well, we- Western exclusive kind of thing. It's, 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 it's along the same kind of lines as that, yeah. where they were like, shit, Europeans are really good at Metal Gear. <laughs> Let's put in an Extreme mode just for them, which is basically, like, two shots, you're dead, one grenade will kill you instantly. Uh, everything is fucking horrible. <laughs> like the guards can see for fucking miles. Even with the bot, like the weirdo guard AI, yeah. it's still pretty fucking severe. But no, I never really had a problem with the actual guards because I knew where most of them were. It's the bosses that fuck me up. But fucking goddamn, I don't know. I guess it's like because it's playing Raiden as well. I just care less. <laughs> that that doesn't surprise me. Because Raiden is like, look, Kojima, stop trying to force Raiden. I know he's not doing any more Metal Gears or anything like that, but, like, I'm addressing Kojima from 15 years ago. Like, <laughs> fucking cut that shit out. Nobody like likes Raiden. He's not cool. He's a whingy little complainy fucking anime, like, edgelord, and no one likes him. <laughs> and, if, and if people do like him, you've tricked them. <laughs> and those poor people... Fuck's sake, Kojima. Oh my god. I thought he was alright. Don't! In, uh, don't in, make this worse. In 4 and in Rising. In 4? <laughs> it even rained the day I was... Fuck off. Fuck off, Raiden. No one gives a shit what you have to say. Go and cry somewhere else. Fuck's sake. Fucking go... go. <laughs> Fuck that whingy little boy. I didn't say good. I said alright. He's not alright. He's literally, literally sitting there spewing spaff all over the fucking... The Nomad. He did spew spaff everywhere. He just, just coughed up spaff left, right, was, and centre. Yeah. I'm like, mate, I have to live here. <laughs> there is a child present. Could you fucking cut that out? 
And he's like, no, he's spaffing everywhere. He's spaffing everywhere. From every hole in his body. Every, which is every a lot more. Every orifice. There's a lot more after the fights he's had. <laughs> yeah, Vamp puts a few more holes in him. Which, honestly, doing like the weird little like dancing on Raiden. I hate Vamp, but that made me like him a yeah. little bit. I will just point out for anyone at home that does not know what we're talking about... Um, Raiden in, in Metal Gear 4 has, like, synthetic blood that's white. In, in, in MGS 2, he has, he has, like, white blood. Does he have it in 2? He has it in 2, oh, like, because, like, they're talking about, um... Because I knew we had the, I knew we had the synthetic blood, but I didn't know if it was white. Yeah, no, it's white blood. That's okay. what, that's what it's military white blood. Um, but it's, they give him specialised, like, blood that's playing with military white machines. blood, as if that's a normal thing. <laughs> Okay, okay. For me as a Metal Gear fan, yes, it is. That's completely normal. Nano machines, etc. But yeah, like, there's actually a codec conversation on the tanker, which, you know. At the time when MGS2 came out and MGS3 came out, it was kind of. There was like a weird kind of existentialist. Did MGS2 actually happen? Or was it just a VR simulation? There's a the big question of is this real? And then MGS4 came along and ruined fucking everything by going, oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty real. It's like, fuck you. I quite like fuck the you. idea that Metal Gear 2 didn't happen. I, yeah, yeah I like the idea that. Was, kind of thing. Exactly. That's, that's kind of the way I view it. Like, Super Bunny Hop did a fucking perfect video yeah. on MGS2. Um, I will say, as, as much as. Um, it, it is good to talk about uh, Metal Gear 2. Um, we have got other things things to talk about. And talking about a game from 15 years ago. Okay, no, fine. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Just, just, okay. just maybe, potentially, no, no. maybe. No, okay, okay. No, no, let's, let's talk about all the things that you want to talk about. So what do you want to talk about? Well, I, I was going to ask if Matt had anything else he wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, who cares? I, no. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my one last thing I was going to say is actually about a game from about 15 years ago, so I guess I'll brush over that. Um, no, okay. no, 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 I it's, mean, it's, it's mean, fine. It's, it's fine. fine when you do it. It's not okay when I do <laughs> it. This <laughs> is also, I mean, we've got off about 15 minutes about this. Should probably wrap that okay, up. Okay, drummer Matt, what about your 15-year-old game? Um, no, I, very, very, I, I don't have much to say to you, so I might have more next time. I briefly started playing the first Discworld point-and-click. Oh, Ooh. cool, cool. Yeah. Cause... See, this, this, Wib will talk about, because so... he actually gives a damn. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I've only better. played the first half an hour, so I don't have much to say yet, but that'll be next time. But if it's as, near, if it's as good as the second one, it will be excellent. Yeah. Are you doing it with a guide? Uh, I'm currently not, but I probably will. Do it with a spoiler-free walkthrough. You will probably have to. I seem to remember there is some bullshit moon logic in that game. <sighs> yeah. But it yeah. is very funny, and of course, Eric Idle does the voice of yeah. Rincewind, which is quite good, as he does in the sequel. Hmm. Yes, um, but that's me done. Um, okay, I have a, a quick, I guess, our joint thing. Should I mention band things? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that is totally worth mentioning. Yeah. So, I assume some of you might know from the music in the podcast and music on your guys' videos, at least, that we are in a band, were in a band, whatever, could be in a band. We're in a band that we're on a bit of a break while I'm away. But I'm back in October, and we decided to have a 10-year anniversary show. Yes. Because that sounded like a great idea. It was your idea, in fact, yeah. Matt, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Probably. Yeah, you, men- you mentioned it to me, because I, I mentioned I was coming back, and you said, oh, that'll be about, that'll be almost exactly 10 years since our first gig. So it mm-hmm. seemed like too good an opportunity to miss. Yeah. And the fun thing is, it's in the same venue. Yeah, which I, I love that fact. I love that it's because, great. like, Ryan's bar is so good. Like, we played one of our last gigs there, and it was so good. Yeah. So yeah. good. So, yeah, if 
If you would like to see um, us as the band Fighting Evil is Cool, which is our terrible band name. Which is fantastic. Um, if you want to see us play a gig, which we've not done since last November. <laughs> yeah, it is It is free entry. Yes, yeah. free entry. Free entry. At um, Ryan's Bar in Derby on the 21st of October. Hmm. Yes. Uh, we, will, we will link to our Facebook page for the band uh, in the description of our YouTube video. Um, but yeah, if just Fighting Evil is Cool on Facebook... We've got the event there. We've got the posters there. And if you want to come or not, either way, well, it'd be nice to see you. If you want to say hello, then feel free to say hello. And then we can be really socially awkward and, <laughs> and not know of, how to respond. And I'll probably back out of the conversation with finger guns because that's kind of my escape route. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, no, it should be fun. And what we're, we've got one practice yeah. Yeah. a couple of days before. So, also, if you are if you are planning to come, don't expect us to be good. Because yeah. we haven't played as a band for like nearly a year. Yeah, one practice <laughs> two days before the gig. And yeah. that'll be, what, 11 months since the last time we played together? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I'm going to be... We need to start planning a set list, I think, soon, so we can all have a bit of a... At least listen through to the songs oh, before right, well, then. But we'll, we'll, work, we'll, do, we'll work it out. I'm sure it'll be fine. I think... We're hoping a lot of muscle memory will kick in. Yeah. And... I think we should do that cover that we did the last gig. That you know that cover. Which one? We did. We did like a, we did like three new covers okay. the last gig. The secret one that we did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Should definitely do that. We should yes. definitely do that because that was so much fun. Yeah. And especially why pretending we... that we didn't know how to play it. Why are we being coy about this? Because I when... like having secrets. When we when we literally played it in front of a crowd of people. Yeah, so but it's no not one secret. listening was there, so it's fine. We don't know that. I do. <laughs> I know I know who's listening to this. Oh, and I know who was at that gig. So yeah. <laughs> Alright. Fine. I am omnipotent in my snooping apparently. Nice. But yes, band thing will be good, and that is the last thing I had to say. Okay. okay. So now on to the people that you guys are actually listening to. You guys being no, no, everyone loves drummer Matt. He's he's a good drum boy. I had some. This is maybe what we should do: just go four weeks between podcasts, then I have things to say. <laughs> oh God! If anyone has any feedback, fe- email us at onlydrummermat at web <laughs> at gmail dot com or co dot uk. I can't remember. It's, it's dot com. com. It's dot com. So yeah, even if it's just like, hey, you know, I think that Jolly Ranchers have got too much sweetener in them. Even if it's that. Drummer Matt wants to know. I, I, I want to know. He wants to know. Like, I could, like... I could send everyone who emails. I could send that photo of me to. Oh God! Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so when Drummer Matt was on um, was on holiday in Portugal, I like he won't text me anymore because I keep texting him horrible <laughs> jokes. Yeah, don't reply to them anymore. He really, he's just he's not texted me in like over two months <laughs> because I just keep saying things like. Like, just really horrible dad jokes. And he, I get this text from him out of the blue, which is just this really creepy, derpy, zoomed-in picture of him. Like, you're, if anyone's seen that Hugh Jackman picture where he's just, like, flipping his hair back at the beach and his face is just, like, plasticine and out of sorts, that's literally what Drummer Matt looks like. And I'm like, well, shit. I don't have anything, like, dad jokey to say about that. No. So, and yeah, even though I've sent you, like, eight text messages since... Telling you terrible dad jokes, you've still not fucking said anything. <laughs> I, just, I honestly don't know how to reply to them. <laughs> I, well, for a while, you just replied with like either a, like you'd send me a picture of you looking cranky, or that was that one time you sent me a video of you just shaking your head in disappointment. 
So I, I, mean, I just want to be acknowledged. I, I think the thing we should be dwelling on here is that Matt said that he will send that picture <laughs> to anyone that emails that address. Yes. And that's, that's a glorious See, people offer. are going to be wondering what that is. That, that, is, that is a thing I will do. Good. Good. You should put, like, you should sign it, like, um, with genuine love. Drama mat. Like just just that picture. That should be your signature for that account. With warm damp hugs. <laughs> with warm, warm moist hugs, drama mat. Yeah. With hugs moister than a carrot cake. <laughs> oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> with carrot cake hugs. You know what? I want to move on. Um <laughs> yep, that's fine. <laughs> Snipe, talk about your new channel. Oh yeah, I have a new channel because I needed to get away from Wib because fucking hell. <laughs> No, that's not that's not the reason why. The reason why is because my therapist told me I needed to do it. Yes. <laughs> Which I won't harp on. Not that there's anything wrong with poor mental health. <laughs> well, there is. There's nothing wrong with getting help for Okay, it. there's nothing wrong with seeking help for poor mental health. Oh, uh, yeah, I have a new channel. Uh, it doesn't really have a, like a, a solid name, but so far I'm calling it Snipes Quality Content. <laughs> okay. I- Which is kind of a joke because there is nothing on there that's even remotely good. <laughs> Oh, you, you've been doing your Dream Daddy playthrough, I've been haven't playing you? Dream Daddy. It's it's a dating game where you date hot daddies. <laughs> you were going you to talk about daddy. it a bit like on the last podcast, but then... The balls and dicks <sighs> happened. Robert Patrick's balls happened, I believe. Yeah, move. to be fair, if I, had a, if I had a pound for every time that Robert Patrick's balls had actively interfered with my life, I'd be a rich woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've been playing Dream Daddy, which is where you play as, play as a daddy... Oh, you are a dad. You're a daddy, yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm Snipe Man. And I thought you had to date dads. Well, no, you do date dads, but you're a dad as well. Okay, fair enough. I thought you were like a appropriately young person. I don't know. Oh, no, you're all kind of like, I'd say like maybe mid-30s, 40. Okay. I guess, like, they're all youngish dads. I mean, there's like one guy who's greying, which is like, oh. <laughs> you've had more people greying, but that's okay. And you've got quite a good assortment of daddies. And you've got, you've got like, um... Daddy's brown sauce. The... <laughs> oh, God. No. No, no daddy's brown sauce. It's not quite as good as HP, but it's... I am not I am not having this fucking conversation with you again. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I right. refuse. You can go and talk about your inferior daddies. Oh, don't you talk about my daddies like that. Oh, my God. So, anyway. Um, basics of the story is that you and your daughter, Amanda, who is an absolute badass... She's, she's like the best kid in the world. Like she's 18 and she's just amazing. Um, you go and move to like the other side of town and to a cul-de-sac where all these hot eligible dads live. <laughs> it's a bit weird they all live in one cul-de-sac. Dad street. <laughs> Daddy street. Yeah. And you go out and you know, you just, you just meet them and like the first dad you meet throws a frisbee at your face. I think his name's Brian. He's like, he's like, he's, he's the red headed thick daddy. And visually I think he's, he's quite a tasty boy. But I'm not a fan of his personality. Okay. Isn't he the one with the corgi, though? He is the oh. one with the corgi. How can he have a bad yeah. personality if he has a corgi? Well, no, he... Okay, he doesn't have a bad personality. It just doesn't click with mine. Okay, fair enough. So he's, like, sitting there talking about, like, bragging about his ten-year-old daughter. And I'm like... You shouldn't have to stand there and brag about your daughter. Because, I mean, speaking as someone who comes from not the perfect family background, that kind of behavior really doesn't impact a child well. Yeah. Like, sitting there going, my kid can do all this shit. My kid can speak fluent, blah, blah, blah. That, that, that's actively kind of damaging. And, and while I, he's literally just a video game character, that kind of behavior is, like, a little bit of a turnoff for me. So I was like, well, you seem like an okay guy. I'm just going to go over here. So there's the um, oh, there's 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 the the thick thick red headed bear daddy, 
Um, there's the youth pastor daddy, who honestly initially really creeped me out, because he's got, like, the, the cardigan over the shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's always got his hands clasped, and he's like, hi, his name is Joseph, and he's married to a woman called Mary. Um, and he looks like a young soldier 76. He does, and I'm like, 76 has always been a bit of too, too much of a uh, poster boy for my liking. <laughs> so I'm like, and he's like, oh, hi, Snipe, I'm having a barbecue, and I'm like, will there be food? <laughs> like, yes, there will be food, I'll be there. Don't expect me to talk to people. But yeah, he, he was just like way too nice, and he brought me cookies, and I'm like, mm, what's in the cookies? <laughs> like, I'm going to end up with my organs missing or something. And um, there's, uh, uh, there's there's Coffee Barista Dad, who's like, okay, so this is probably the guy I'm going to go for. I'm, I'm torn between two daddies. That is something I never thought I'd fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so there's Matt. And he he really likes going to gigs and stuff, and he, he he's really into music, and he's socially awkward, and he loves bad puns. Um, yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we still talking about the game? Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. And I'm just, and he's got like a really cool tattoo, and he's like he's really sweet. So I'm like, that daddy is really cool. But then there's the other daddy, who's like this turbo goth daddy. Okay. He's got like long, beautiful black hair, and he's like dressed in like Victorian era kind of clothes, and he's got like a black gothic house and. And like he's got like a big library, and he's got a beautiful garden, and he he pins insects and stuff, and he he like he invites you over for tea, and you have like tea and, and scones with him. I'm like, oh, this guy is so charming. Like, and he's like he's not a douche about it because you'd expect him to be like, oh yes, well, if you don't like what I like, then ugh, you're so ungentlemanly. I'm just going to quickly make it a thing here. Um, please remember that since this is part of Snipe's ongoing series on a YouTube channel, please don't comment with spoilers in the comments on here. Yeah, the Dream Daddy. Just, yeah, just no spoilers if that's okay. Because I am doing a completely blind let's play. But yeah, um, I'm probably spoiling a lot, but little bits. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's please nice. don't post, post spoilers to me as I post spoilers to everyone else. Okay, like these aren't like major spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. They're Maybe literally teasing, just yeah. these are the people types. God, shut up, drummer Matt. <laughs> Worst daddy ever. So yeah, like um, you know, uh, his name is Damien because of course it is. Yeah. So obviously. I'm kind of torn between Damien and Matt because they're both really really nice guys, and like I really like Damien because he's he's all into this Victorian era kind of fashion, and he's not a douche about it, and he's he's very nice, and he's talked about making me like some flowers or whatever. I'm like, oh, what a lovely, what a lovely boy. <laughs> So yeah, and then there's there's the edge lord daddy, who I immediately laughed at because he's so fucking lame. He's just like, oh yeah, like I got this tattoo as a reminder, and I'm like, bored, so bored. <laughs> Go and fucking write your Maya Mortal fan fiction elsewhere. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Um, there's uh, there's Hugo, who I just don't fucking care about. He's he's a teacher. He's got a piece of shit kid. He's just this fucking stupid shit kid. Don't like him. Um, who else is there? I think I've named them all. Oh, and there's uh, this Genji. <laughs> um. Okay, <laughs> it's not Genji. It's yeah. it, his name is um, his name is Craig, and he's like super fit daddy. And I'm not talking about fit as in always attractive. I mean fit as if he works out. He's very okay. athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a really cool dude. He's like, hey, dude, bro. Hey, my dude. He's like, <laughs> dude, bro. he's, yeah, he's so, he's such a dude, bro, but he is really nice. But like, he's more of a friendship daddy. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I will say, um, cause I, I've been watching your playthrough. Um, there is, Sorry. There is one thing that I am deeply offended about, about the game though. Mm? Um, which is that it is constantly taking pot shots at your character. 
because he used to be in a ska band. Yeah, this is the thing. The main character is basically Whip. So, let me explain. So, you can if you can date yourself then. If you play as Whip and you can go and date him as well. I, I can't date I, no no No, cuz the, the other one was the main character. The, the other Matt was like Matt as well. Yeah, but like there's like like there's the the kind of like Oh my god. Oh. Oh, what am I doing? Oh my god, that is what I'm doing. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I didn't fucking... Okay, I just had a realisation here. I'm literally making you date you. I ship it. It's pretty good, actually. In fairness, I guess I should feel, um, you know, somewhat complimented. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess. But yeah, like, well, I mean, would you date you? Cause, I mean, oh, you I are, wouldn't you date me, I'm an arsehole. Well, I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> No, but these guys are like the nice version of. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But no, like, because it starts out like, um, and your daughter's like making fun of you, going, "Oh yeah, like so you looking through photos." Like this is the first like ten minutes of the game, so it's not really a spoiler. You're looking through photos, and like, um, your daughter's going, "Oh shit, I hope we don't find um find any photos of you in your scar band." <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, scar's still cool." And I'm like, "Where have I heard this before?" <laughs> And it's like, it was like the Scarmianist comic, like, the Scarmianist manifesto. Yeah. And it was just like, it, it even did the Scar pun. I mean, it wasn't a very good one. And the fact it, was, it had manifesto in the name yeah. made me think, are you, are you basing that off the best Scar band, Streetlight Manifesto? I was wondering. And it's just like, I hope so. I, I hope you're referencing them because anyone that references Streetlight Manifesto automatically goes onto my <laughs> they will survive list. I don't know. <laughs> they, you won't kill them. I, I don't know. I, I, I think that was when I started saying that sentence, it was less threatening and then it just kind of ended up in a bad place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll say that. I'll so say let's that. just move on from that. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying it. I think the writing is actually very good. It's oh, not yes, like, yes. like, I've played a lot of dating games and a lot of them are just like, Oh, hi, my name is Big Tits, I read books, and I read books, and that's literally that person's character. Or, hi, my name's, like, Long Legs running around a field. I'm athletic. You know, it's just like, uh, and that's usually kind of how, how it goes. I mean, like, I'd they're say this tropes. is... Yeah, they're all kind yeah. of tropes. Like, I mean, um... Character Kat archetypes. Yeah, Katawa Shoujo is a fantastic game, a fantastic dating game, where your, like, your protagonist has, like, a has an actual arc as well. Mm. Uh, basic premise of that is um, uh, the guy you're playing as, uh, he, he find out he has a heart condition, so he has to go to a school for disabled people, for, like, you know, so they have like nurses and things on hand, uh, for, basically for special needs, that kind of thing. And you, you date like, women with disabilities. Like um, uh, there's a girl who doesn't have any legs. Uh, there's a, a deaf girl. There's um, a blind girl, uh, you know. You know, uh, there's, there's a girl who's like been disfigured because she was in a fire, I think, as well. And like, all of the characters are fantastically written, and you really get a sense for them as a character, which is fantastic. And I'm like, there's nowhere near as many dark tones as there is in Dream Daddy, but it's still very well written, and I'm really enjoying the characters, and and it's it's a lot more lighthearted. So Sorry, is are you saying that Dream Daddy has dark tones? Or no, I'm saying, I'm saying Katawa Shoujo has a lot of dark tones. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, you, but, you said the wrong way around that. Sorry, confused. my bad, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, one thing I like about both of those very much is that they are written very well, and like they don't treat the characters as just something you will pursue. They treat them as a character who 
can also be interested in you. You know, it's, it's yeah, hard to explain, yeah. but a lot of, instead of just having trope, who you're the only person here who they can date, so they're going to fucking date you, to kind of, they've got their own shit going on. So I like that. I think that's very good. So yeah, t- two very good games, but I'm really enjoying my Dream Daddy playthrough. My biggest problem, especially like with Let's Plays, is that I want to play more of it, but I can't unless I record. Yeah. So I need to. It's been a while since we've had that problem, considering the last two Let's Plays we've done on the main Snipe and Web channel have been Beyond Two Souls and Eisenhorn Xenos, two games that we will do anything to not play. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a weird problem to yeah. have. I mean, it's a good problem to have. We should, rather we should, than dreading it. We should probably do some Let's Plays of games um, we actually enjoy on the main channel at some point. Yeah, people have been asking for a while about playing an MGS3 Let's Play, and it's like, guys, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And I don't think you guys will like it, because it'll literally just me be gushing about it constantly in between me breaking out in song singing the theme tune. <laughs> yeah. It's literally going to be a mess. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't contain myself around that game. <laughs> well, just put, just put down some towels first. It's fine. Yeah, put some... Oh, <laughs> Get Matt in his, uh, in his, in his uh, floaty rings. He'll be fine. <laughs> So yes, be sure to subscribe <laughs> to Snipes Quality Content on YouTube.com. It's not all going to be gaming, but most of it's going to be gaming. Yeah, you're starting off with a Let's Play, but you're yeah. going to have other stuff on there eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I actually uploaded something to my channel as well. Did you? Yes. Oh wait, you did. I saw it. It was well good. I actually properly named my channel as well. I actually did it earlier today. You didn't tell me. Yeah, it's actually probably called Wib Does Stuff now, as oh, opposed I... to just Wib, because that makes it, it actually possible to find now. Uh, well, I, I, mean, I like just okay. Wib, like as in J U S T Wib. I like Wib. that one too. Just Wib. <laughs> just Wib. I mean, I suppose Wib Does Stuff is more accurate. Yeah, it's also the name that I, I've used for my Tumblr for years. Oh, okay. so yeah, it's, it's yeah, it kind which of is really similar. funny because you don't do any stuff on Tumblr. I, I no, I don't do anything on Tumblr anymore. But still, I, all I do is repost videos. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all I do. Um, but yeah, um, so I, I got into watching lots of uh, Lego content one night. You day bastard! Um, especially watching Lego trains. Ooh, that you are satisfying. so fucking. You guys are so British. <laughs> Englishmen and their trains. Oh, oh, what kind of train was it? Was it the low-backed carriage? You don't muffin? know anything about trains, I don't know fucking trains, anything about trains. You know what? I'm fucking proud of myself for that. Because holy shit, it is literally a countdown timer till Drummer Matt comes back and lives in the country and you two go train spotting together. It is a fucking <laughs> countdown. Like, oh, Matt, Matt, look. It's one of them. It's this on the fucking it's serial number. It's City 225. <laughs> And draw back out. Oh, an Intercity two two five. I've not seen one of those around here. Oh, I wonder where it's going. Shall we have a bit of an imagine? Oh, oh, oh. Now I'm now I'm going to the seaside. Oh, that's. Oh, I'm a bit tired now. That was a bit too much excitement for me today. What I like is that at some point in your head, you're you're like, I don't know if an Intercity two two five is a real train, and you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know because it'll care. make you think less of me if you find out it's a real train. <laughs> I just don't care. It is a real train. By the way. Oh my god! <laughs> and I bet you knew that, Matt. I bet you fucking knew that. It was like, yeah, yes, we've been talking about the intercity. <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off the periods. I think it's a real train, anyway. <laughs> See, someone's going to come in and go. Well, actually, <laughs> maybe I've got the name wrong. I don't know. It has you been a long fake time. Train fans. <laughs> it has been a long time. But yeah, so I, I was watching. I was like, people who were making large train sets that go all the way through their house and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which, you know, the sort of thing that you wanted to do as a kid and your parents yeah. said, no, you can't do that. My, my uncle has one. He, he lives down in Brighton and he's got one on the top, on the top floor of his house. There's like two rooms. And it, there's like, one room is literally like, like a meter boarding around the whole edge of the room. And you have to like duck under it to get under the door and then stand up in the middle of it. You've got it all the way around you. And then there's like a hole drilled through the wall and it goes off into the room next door, goes around the room next door and comes back. It's the best. That can, is. Can he be my uncle too? <laughs> That does sound pretty fucking hardcore. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I watched a bunch of those videos and I thought, you know what? I've still got some of my uh, some of my Lego from being a kid, and I I fancy uh, like building some Lego. That sounds like fun. So I went and got a kit that is very old and from 1985 because it's one that my mum had, and so and she gave it to me um, when when I got old enough. A Lego Technic set. And so I just recorded myself building a Lego go-kart. A Lego kart? Yeah. Isn't that French for go-kart? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop I'm that. very sorry. So yeah, so I, I uploaded a video of that, which, uh, you know, some people seem to enjoy. I so, enjoyed it. So that's that's a thing. It was nice seeing you do flourishes with your hands. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of had the you know the camera in front of my it, it, uh, focusing at the table. I'm actually sat like sitting behind it. It's it's a weird position to be in. Ooh, weird, yeah. And um, yeah, I might do and I might do some more of those. I at some think point. you so, should because I thought they were quite interesting. Because I've still got a, a bunch of uh, especially Lego Technic lying around, and it's all old stuff. Um, you know, like the, obviously the one that I did was the oldest one because that's from yeah, like, it was like 32 years old. Yeah, Oof. yeah, um, from 19, um, 1985, and the other ones I've got are from like the mid 90s. So. Some people, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, some people get a kick out of this, and it's quite fun to do, so I'll probably do some more of that. On the video game front, I have been playing a game called um, Chroma Squad. I've heard about this. Uh, which I, is I a... It's a turn-based RPG based on um, the, like, Super Sentai shows, Ooh, like stuff like Power Rangers. Okay. Uh, where you're playing as a bunch of the stunt actors who get sick of working for the big corporation and decide oh, oh, it's to go... like based on the actual shows, not what the shows are about. Yeah, yeah, it's it's based oh, on the actual making okay. of it, and and then oh, you wow. have to you make you make your own show. You go off and you know you you have your like homemade um, equipment that you you upgrade and you know, hurling abuse at the stunt actors who show up and refuse to dress in the right costumes or show up at the wrong times, trying to on the fly assemble shows from it. And you've got to, you've got to like time your things. It, it, the game it kind of reminds me of most is something like, um, oh, there's, there's other games that do this, but this is the one I think of is Front Mission, where it's like um, tile based, um, like turn based kind of thing, where, you have, where it's all about like positioning and, and such. But it, it doesn't have Okay, it's actually nothing like Front Mission, but the movement's like Front Mission. <laughs> okay. It's just okay. it's the one that always For those comes... taking notes at home, cross out battling like Front Mission. And just replace with <laughs> movement like cross Front Cross out where it says like Front Mission with not actually. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, yeah, it's all about positioning yourself correctly so uh, and you doing fancy things to engage the audience because you have like a bar that's like the audience engagement for it. So you have stuff like Rather than just doing an attack, you can press a button that does, like, your character does, like, a fancy pose, and they'll do, like, teamwork moves. So if you want someone to run further, and they run past the point where someone who's had this thing activated is, he'll give them, like, a leg up and throw them. 
so they'll jump further <laughs> and you get like a bonus for doing like the acrobatics. That sounds amazing. Or if you have you have someone doing that and then you have someone else standing next to them and you both at- and you get them to attack someone, then they'll both join in and to do the big final attack which is you'll get like super good ratings for beating the big enemy with the big attack, which is where you get all five of your characters with four of them with teamwork enabled surrounding the other, the enemy. And then the last one you do an attack. And so it does like a, a the ultimate attack where all five of them attack at once. and does like Same crazy damage. Same attack kind of thing. Yeah. But you've got to do that. But you're the best way, to, the best place to do that is right at the end because you get the best um, ratings because you've saved up all of your big attacks for the end as you would if it was a show. Hmm. And then, and then ha- again, there's always that part in the show where like they do the big attack and nothing happens, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And then that's when they get super duper powers given to them. Yeah, yeah, that does that does kind of come into it. Like uh, I, I just beat episode like well, the season one. <laughs> you just beat season one. That's a great way. To- uh, where at the end you get the equivalent of Zords. You get your big mech. You can also change like the name of all these things and like all the names of your characters and the colors of them and things. That sounds amazing. Um, it's quite cool. They apparently ended up in some legal trouble from Cyban who own Power Rangers. Yeah. But then, uh, not technically, they're just any people in suits, right? Yeah, but it is. it was very obviously inspired by it. And, you start um, off with the basic Power Ranger loadout. Mm. Like, you know, colour-wise. Colour-wise, yeah. you get, like, you know, the red, the black, the yellow, the blue. It, I mean, the, the game was um, kick-started, and apparently what happened was when they were... Uh, I don't know if it was while they were in development or while, when it had only just come out, um, Cyban contacted them and basically said, okay, we can do this one of two ways. Um, either we're going to take you to court because this is obviously based on our IP or we can work out a deal where you pay us royalties. Kind of sounds like they were kind of being strong-arm dicks about it. Yeah. 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 Um, because honestly, playing it, it's like, yeah, it's inspired by Power Rangers, but this could be based on any, um, like, Sentai show. Like, there's loads of them. Yeah. And they're all kind of similar. Yeah, but Cyban really wants that money. Yeah, which is presumably why it has on the title screen, like, like Chroma Squad, and then underneath, like, inspired by Cyban's Power Rangers. Mm. Even like, though it's just Super Sentai yeah, in just, general. Yeah, it's just general thing. I mean, oh, God, I always forget the natural name for it. Um, the actual Japanese name for those type of shows. It always... Ugh. Fake fan. It, it's, yeah, I always forget it. But, um, but there's, there's loads of the shows. Um, but the game's... The game's pretty good. Um, you get an interesting thing, like, after when you finish an episode, at the end you see, like, the social media, uh, like, the equivalent of Twitter, people talking about the show. <laughs> so, so occasionally some people saying, like, God, the costume's a bit haggard, but, you know, people saying, like, oh, my God, that amped up so well. Like, oh, it was so good. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. But I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Oh, what's it called? Um, a Chroma Squad. Chroma Squad. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah. yes, worth, uh, worth getting. Um, I'm going to write it down. You're going to write it down. We did also play D&D last week, Yay. too. Yeah. Which is, it's been quite a while, but, well, that's D&D for adults. Yeah. You, know, you don't get to play that often. <laughs> and we've got to fill in everyone at home about our adventures, because people seem to enjoy it when we do. Yeah, and honestly, like people liking it makes me feel kind of fuzzy inside. I'm like, <laughs> Yay, the stupid yeah. shit I do I makes people s- happy. I, I did see someone mentioned, um, I think a couple of episodes ago, and I meant to bring it up, um... Just just to quickly um, summarise this, uh, especially for people who are joining in late to sort of summarise the group that we're playing okay. in, okay. of what each yeah. person's character is. Sure, sure. That's um, a good idea. We should probably do that every time, kind of like, well, every other yeah. time. So, um, Drummer Matt here is DMing. Um, I am playing a barbarian dwarf named Johnny. Um, he's kind of a weird punk rock dwarf. 
Um, and Snipe, you are playing... I'm playing Nathan, Nathaniel Galahalt, the warlock who's a bit of an idiot and doesn't want anyone to know who he's a warlock, because like, he's like really paranoid about it. Yep. Um, he is a jack-of-all-trades who drinks too much and has trouble taking things seriously. <laughs> and our friends, um, Ash and Sarah, are playing the characters uh, Talus. Ash is playing Talus, the... The elf, elf rogue. elven rogue, and um, Sarah is playing Sora, the dragonborn wizard. wizard. Yeah, yeah. And she is also terrifying in the way that she <laughs> tries to be nice, and she ends up being horrifying. I know. I love that unintended because that was je- that was completely <laughs> accidental, and then she yeah. And now that's just that's just her, and yep. it's perfect. Exactly. It's great. And check out two episodes ago for the story yep. behind that. Yes. And they're all currently level four. Is that right? We're level yeah. four. So we, yeah. we start. We started at level one. So mm-hmm. just because yeah. we none of the guys have played this version of D anD. I don't think before. Mm-hmm. No, so. no. Uh, but yeah, so we finished off the thing that we were actually uh, the the other uh, couple of episodes ago. Uh, we finished off that that little um, adventure quest, whatever you want to call it, I'd where say, we had to go and get a I'd book. Say that mini story, I guess. Yeah. So we had to go and acquire a book, um, and we were inside, like in a big old abandoned church. Yeah. And we, um, we we killed a bunch of bunch of guys on the surface. Yeah, and so we were we were left at the start of the session. We we had to go down go down deep into deeper into like the underground, um, the tomb, the tomb, the tombs beneath the catacombs. That's the word I was thinking. Catacombs. Uh, the catacombs are underneath the church. Catacombs. <laughs> Sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Don't you? No, no, it's like I like I like the catacombs. It's where I eat my favorite ice cream that has honeycomb in it. No. Okay. Right. What? I'm gonna go comb my hair. Okay. <laughs> it's just. So I'm we having went... fun with pronunciations. Um, so yeah, we we went down and um, we found a large room that we Ooh. we sort of uh, you know the rogue ha- has a, has a poke in, sees if they can see anything. Yeah, and... She's she's an elf, so she can see in the dark yeah. as well. So that helps. So roll, you know. Rolling, uh, you know, various uh, perceptions. Oh, yeah, we're and all rolling perception, and all of us—I don't think none of us—got above a six. Yeah, we had this this run where all of us were in the room, looking around this this dark, <laughs> dreary room, and constantly rolling perception. All of us for various things, and just all of us rolling so shit. So, so yeah, the guys were—they were all in this this first room. They got to all rolling horrendously on perception checks. Slowly edging forward, see if they could see more of the room. Kept rolling so badly. Um, you, mine was character Nathan ends up. What did you do? You stepped out into the open and started flexing. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know uh, the logic me... behind this. Okay, so we were there for a good while, all failing our perception checks and having no idea. We didn't see or hear anything. So my character grows very restless. So he's like, okay. So he decides to step out in the middle of the corridor, and he's like, well, if there is anyone here, there's no way they'll be able to ignore this, and he flexes, and then he gets fucking shot. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking immediately, drummer Matt, I get shot immediately. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, my character's like, oh, well, he staggers behind the pillar, clutching his arm, and he's like, I found them. (laughs) Saving the party. A lot of grief. Well, a lot we, of wasted time. At least after after you got shot, we knew that we were being attacked <laughs> by seemingly endless skeletons. <laughs> hey, hey, I I bleed for this party, okay? I, I bleed. The worst part was is so yeah. Um, 
so it turned out what the things that we'd been rolling perception for the entire time and obstinately ignoring <laughs> um, were some skeletons that are in the room. Yeah, and well, the, the first few tests, checks would see if you just noticed the piles of bones and things around. And we there wouldn't be anything spooky about them, I think. It just would have been part of the description of the room. But he didn't notice anything then. And then after they started sort of moving ever so slightly and sort of gaining some sort of form, you had another chance to spot them, and just no one did. Yeah. Apparently we're all walking around with blindfolds on, because we didn't fucking notice shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so, yeah, so we end up in a very long fight with... How many skeletons were they in there? Because they kept reforming. There was like at least ten. 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 They, they, they weren't reforming ones. They were just, they were just, there was just quite a lot of them. Um, that would just gradually yeah, appear. Sort of, so, yeah, yeah, not all of them appeared at once, and they sort of slowly started to appear. The worst part was... I got flanked by a couple of skeletons. And I don't know... No, I, don't I'm, I, will, I will never think of you as being a vindictive DM. <laughs> but karma fucking pimp slapped me. <laughs> so I have a total of 24 hit points. And I was sitting there thinking I had the biggest dick in the world because I didn't get hit last combat. Yeah. Oh, I was so good. You totally didn't mention that before this combat. No, no I that, totally that, that, that didn't, didn't mention didn't, that. that didn't have, to be fair, that didn't have an effect. It's just that you, no, you no, stood no. out in the open in the middle of the room. Like a twat, and then I got shot. To be fair, that is so in character. Yeah, exactly. It's not me being vindictive, it's me skeletons going towards their closest target who happens to be stood in the middle of the room flexing. Like a twat, yeah. (laughs) I've just thought about it. I I would never ever tell anyone that they they should draw something for us because, (laughs) uh, because, you know, an artist's time is is very valuable. Absolutely. But I would love it if if someone drew a picture of, like, Nathan flexing (laughs) and then just the next frame of just an arrow just going, oh, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I I have, if anyone does, not that they should. You should do that. I have reference on my Tumblr. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Nathan, I love the guy, but he... He's he gets a little scatterbrained sometimes, and maybe <laughs> focuses very hard on certain things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. He's he's like a li- I'm a little bit like that. He's very much like that. To be honest, I notice most of the group is like that. What very scatterbrained? No, gets very super honed in on really minor details that don't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's because we're new to it. We're testing the water. Oh yeah, but Nathan's yeah. just like that all the fucking time. <laughs> so. So yeah, this combat sequence went through interesting. So Nathan got shot and it took off 5 HP. So I'm at like... 19 HP. How much HP do you have? 24. Oh, 24. Yeah, because my armor class is 12 because I get to use my, my super duper mage armor. Oh yeah. Well, it's like, it's like warlock armor, so it has to be called something dark and, and, and dismal. So it's like cloak of shadows or something like that. I can't remember. Like shadowy armor. But yeah, and I'm just like, oh fuck. And so the like, skeletons start popping up. We still can't see the far right-hand side of the room where I've been shot from because no one's in line of sight there. I can't remember why. I, 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 oh, it's just dark. It's just dark. Yeah, it's it's dark. There we go. Um, so, so everyone's going through their combat and I get flanked by two skeletons. One of them cuts the shit out of me with a sword. So the first hit takes me down by five points and then I get taken down by like another five points and I just keep getting hurt. And I'm like, oh, fiddle-dee-dee, <laughs> I am getting harmed quite severely right about now. For probably not because of my my actions. It's, I reckon it's, a, it's, it's just some other weird nebulous thing that's, that's hurting me. Maybe this in charge of everything. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Skeletons are going to fucking beat the shit out of me, that's fine. 
so I remember you came to my rescue. Yeah, I came, I came to your rescue because you were you were getting I was getting you were getting chunks carved out. Of I got I got down to two HP, which now Nathan is a bit of a drama queen. <laughs> So he's bit. like, I'm dying! I'm fucking dying! Ah! <laughs> <coughs> you know, he's carrying on like that. You see, I think this is actually just, it's, it's a holdover from, I, I remember you used to do this all the time when we'd play WoW. Um, you would scream that you had no health. <laughs> and then not. he'd look over to you and you had like half health. Okay. And it's like, you're fine. Okay, no. A, I used to tank fucking dungeons and raids. Yeah, but and B, half- I get to half health, something's fucked up. Half health is fine. It's not hard. It's, it's not fine. really fine. Okay, but I was at 2 HP. Yeah, but you weren't dead. I know. And you weren't knocked out. You were fine. Okay, no, I know this. <laughs> Nathan doesn't. He's in a lot of pain and he's like, ow. I'm in a lot of pain. I've been shot. I've been carved, and I've been punched in the face. I'm. Fu- I'm a bit. I'm. I'm feeling a bit yeah. rough, actually. In fact, like you know, you got away from uh, from the skeletons that were were harassing you. Um, yeah. What did you start doing? Oh, I think I stated that because um, I I I popped one of my rages because um, <laughs> we popped one of your rage bonus. Yeah, because we didn't know how long it was going to last, and, and it seemed like the skeletons just kept coming. Yeah. Um, I think I stated something along the lines of that my character was because um, him being a being a performer outside of his barbarian roles, um, he was um, singing a song that he'd made up in his head that was something along I the it was lines an of old dwarven dwarven like uh, song. Yeah, it's some, something like skeleton warrior. Like, cause yeah. no, no one in the party can speak dwarvish, so we're like, what the fuck is he singing about? <laughs> <laughs> like Nathan's getting chunks carved out of him going I don't what why are you doing this <laughs> yeah so so that's the thing anyway we get through the rest of those skeletons because they were just fucking skeletons yeah. who gives a shit Nathan fucking collapses and he's got back of his hand to his forehead and is like I think I'm dying <laughs> I couldn't possibly move Woe on where is me <laughs> yeah he really he's, he's just like oh, I'm gonna die so, no so we have a bit of a sit down to we let Nathan, uh, you know, pick up all the bits of him that were cut off and staple we them back on. We some bits of organs. And... and we sneak down this corridor, um, and then we get to a door. After a good while, we get after, to a after door. After a while, we get to a, a door, These big, this big set of double doors that has a very large and ominous um, keyhole. Yeah, so you guys, yeah, you come down this, come down this corridor, met up to a door. There was... There was a keyhole because um, I think Talis asked if there, if it if it looked like it was locked, and I said and then said there is there's a keyhole in the middle of the door. Didn't say it being a lot. It wasn't particularly large and ominous. I don't think it was just a keyhole. Um, to which yeah, we have a discussion about what to do and whether you need to break through it and do we have a key and do we need to go and get a key. Then you tr- well, the key I had didn't. Yeah, work, the key so. you tried a key for which was for the upstairs. You tried door. a key and it didn't work. And it definitely didn't work. Just didn't it fit. It didn't in the work. It didn't fit. So then they decided that Talis was going to pick the lock. Makes quite a good role in a lock's picking, but very quickly. Wasn't it with a mage hand? Um, oh yeah, no, from, from a well. distance in case. Yeah, check for mm. traps first, and then again, really low perception, whatever. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, with a mage hand, so at a distance, try and because Arog is a uh, arcane trickster, so knows some spells and stuff. So can do things at a distance with a mage hand. Tries to unlock mm-hmm. the thing, and then realizes that yeah, it's not locked. None of you actually tried it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the way you came up was even better. Which is like, okay, so 
uh, as like about halfway through, you know, you, you're messing with the locks, you realise it isn't locked. <laughs> we we erupt in fucking laughter. Because <laughs> in all the stress, none of you actually tried to have a look. No one have actually tried to open the door. Like Nathan, like he tried the key in the lock and it didn't fit, so he was like, well, I guess it's, it's not going to work. You said I was very <laughs> disappointed in myself because I kind of pride myself on you're being... You're the door opener. I'm normally the one that does this. <laughs> when people are, o- are over-analyzing how to do a thing, yeah. like open a door... I'm usually the one that goes, I just try it yeah. and <laughs> see if it opens. It's always worth checking for traps and it's always worth checking for things. But sometimes but the door isn't trapped and there isn't a lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, just we were just all apparently in the mindset that this was obviously going to be more of a hassle than it was. And so yeah. we wasted like 10 minutes <laughs> talking, opening like, a door. painfully about how it happened. And then like, like after that, it's like you, you, you figure out that the door isn't even locked. Talus goes, oh, I clear my throat, I stand up and I put my tools away and I go, there we go, guys, that was a hard lock to pick. Ooh, ooh, I'm good, but oof, that was serious. I've opened it, <clears throat> and then she opens the door. <laughs> oh, and then we go into this, like, enormous kind of, like, what is it, like, um... An antechamber? It's... It's like it's it's the like an arched roofed crypt. Yeah. Mm. So it's like loads of little arches and stuff. Very ornate, very very old school kind of the sort of spooky crypt. And we peer in, and there's like these big columns leading to this 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 platform with with stone steps that go up to it. And there's a there's a, a thing there like a sarcophagus or whatever. And there's a guy in black robes, and we're like, oh, ooh, this ooh yeah, this is a boss fight. <laughs> we're gonna fuck this guy up so fucking hard. So we're like, okay, this guy's obviously massively badass. So we're like, we should flank him so we can get flanking bonus. We are metagaming a little bit. So we're like, okay. Yeah, not really metagaming. Like, you know, using ta- combat tactics is what your characters would do. So so we're like, okay. So Talus and, and, and Sora, the rogue and the wizard, they go off down the bottom. They go off to the left behind the pillars. And Johnny and I, we go to the right. So Talus and Sora make a stealth check. They get to the pillar. That's great. Johnny... The dwarf makes a fantastic stealth check, goes off. Then it's Nathan's go. I roll, I roll, I roll, roll stealth check, which is based on dex. I have minus one to my dex. <laughs> I technically get zero. <laughs> so Nathan, he opens the door, he starts to run, and he falls straight on his stupid fucking face as loudly as he possibly could. <laughs> then gets up and scuffles sheepishly towards the pillar. <laughs> I look around and look. Was it drama, Matt? You said you said you. No one seems to have reacted to that. Like, you, don't, you don't think anyone's heard you. So I'm like, oh, thank fuck. We're too far away from the guy. At this point, the guy in the black robes raises his hands and he clicks and we all freeze. <laughs> and I'm like, this is probably my fault. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that, you know, it could be my fault. But come on, we're all at fault as much as I am. And he gives us this big kind of like, like a uh, speech of like, aha, I knew you'd come, but you shouldn't be here. And we're like, fucking how the hell does he know? None of us can move or do anything. So we're just like, okay, shit. And he's like, basically doing the big bad guy thing of, aha, maybe maybe my, my new experiments will entertain you. And we're like, oh, oh please don't be skeletons. <laughs> we're fucking sick of skeletons. So then he just, he vanishes and then we, we regain control of our bodies. And there's a giant fucking zombie ogre where he where he's fucking teleported away. It's like it just like shambles up and it's yeah, huge. It's it takes big, up like, four fucking squares. Yeah, I was using the stats for zombie ogre, but it's more of like a sort of big abomination like bodies sewn to it and extra limbs and 
grossness. It was big, it was big pretty stitches gross. and like you know bulbous bits and pores and things coming out of it and ugh. <laughs> like that thing from uh, from Warcraft. The, the abomination. Uh, abomination. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, like big creepy things like that. Flesh abomination. And there was like four other random zombies in the room as yeah. well. Which you know, I think we managed to take them down pretty well. Yeah, the the actual because um, because this is the fight where we actually started doing well. I think this is, uh, we started actually realizing how to play our characters a bit. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's taken a while, but hey, I, I know, I, no, I did honestly. I mean, I, I don't know how it felt to you, Matt, but it did feel like we started actually understanding how to do it a little bit better. Well, I um, was I was really proud of myself and mm. the, the the tactics I was employing. I'm quite pleased with myself. <laughs> yeah. Then. Yeah, Many don't stand next to the things that can pummel you into jelly. <laughs> yeah. Talis has started to um, use more, because when... I say she, because the character's a she. When she levelled up before and became an arcane trickster, suddenly got, like, spells, so started just chucking spells around. And spells are all well and good, but, like, just standard, like, damage cantrips, like your basic level spells, are not as good as the rogue sneak attack. But yeah. she was like, no, no, acid flash. <laughs> I was like, but you have much more deadly daggers in your hand. <laughs> Acid. No. Like, acid's cooler. I, was like, I mean, well, I can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's cooler, but it's also way more fucked up. Like, stop throwing acid at people. Yeah. Sora's still playing it more interesting because she's the wizard and she'll just run straight into combat because <laughs> a lot of her spells are touch spells. So she just, like, charges at them. Yeah, she'll fucking power, like, power run into a group and then just fucking vaporize anything near I mean, her. yeah, it's worked so far, so. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, she started doing better damage to the fucking skeletons than we were doing, because she had a bludgeoning weapon. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She just starts hitting them with a staff, and we're like, how the fuck are you doing so well? <laughs> but yeah, I quite liked how, uh, like, how it eventually went down, and... Um... Because we had the whole thing of um, is is it just any zombies in it? They'll cut if they're not killed on a critical or something. They'll well, isn't yeah, it like yeah. if you kill them with like a high damage attack? Yeah, well, basically back, the but higher if you kill them on low damage on, on, with the killing blow, the higher damage it is, the less likely it is that they'll come back. Yeah, um, they, so they get a difficulty check thing depending on how much damage was done to them. So some yeah. of them came back, some of them didn't. They only come back on one okay. HP, but if it's their turn, they they still get to punch you. So yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we wail on, on the zombies, sometimes coming back, sometimes, um, you know, not. Uh, and then we got to a, a, an interesting one where, so I, uh, after dealing with some zombies on the other side, um, I, I'd, I'd run across and I'd gone for my full blown, uh, frenzy where yeah, I get like two, yeah, I get like two attacks per Leaving per me on my lonesome. <laughs> That's fine. You were fine. I was fine. Um, to go and start hacking chunks out of this uh, this giant ogre thing. And uh, Talus was on the other side of it as well. And then you decided... Oh no, like Sora, she jumps up on one of these things and uses Thunder Wave, so it knocks it back all the way yeah. into my line of sight. Yeah, um, and then and then we're and then uh, Talus and I are on either side of it, and then you use um, dissonant whispers, which is a fantastic. I used sh- I used shatter previously, which if you don't know what shatter is, it's perfect. Is great. Shatter is amazing. It's so fucking cool. Um, so I use dissonant whispers, which uh, does like a bunch of psychic damage, and I think you still do damage if they save, but if they don't. Um, I can't fucking remember. They, uh, they have to run away. away from they you, have so. to. They have to run as far as their speed allows, in like away from you, because they're they kind of like they know it's you screaming in their brain, and it freaks them the fuck out, and they have to run away. So I cast distant whispers. It hits the thing. Gets really scared. 
it runs out of combat. Now, for those of you who know anything about D&D 5e combat, uh, if you break away, if you run away from someone after being in contact with them, they get an attack of opportunity on you. So, because the zombie ogre abomination thing was being flanked by not only our barbarian, but our thief, we got two awesome attacks against that stupid fucking giant bastard zombie thing. Johnny, of course, misses terribly. Yeah, because I whiff he always, like crazy. Yeah. He always misses when it counts. Yeah. <laughs> he always rolls a yeah. one. Yeah. Talus. Oh my god, Talus. Jerome, do you want to explain what, um, what went down? Because I don't think I can do it justice. I don't know. I think you might be able to. Partially because I can't entirely remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm glad to know that you thought it was as cool as I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, by running... By, like, basically... Being massively scared and running past, he breaks away from Johnny. Johnny takes a swing, misses terribly, because Johnny. Yeah. Talus, she fucking... She's got a rapier and she's got a dagger, because she's a fancy girl like that. She, like, jumps up, slashes for the throat, gets the rapier kind of stuck in there, stabs it in, like, the ribs, like, kind of around the upper abdomen... Swings around, and as it's coming down, basically shears its throat open. And it crashes into the floor and is no more. Whilst also getting mildly trampled, because she was in the way. Yeah, whilst almost getting trampled, yeah. And we're just like, fucking yes! That was so cool! (laughs) So we're all sitting here going, that was amazing. (laughs) And so we start, like, we start going, okay, fight's over, time to loot. One of the zombies gets back up, while Johnny's got his back towards him. So he takes, like, a massive swipe at you. Yeah. Talus, not have not not being content with the most fucking badass kill in the game so far, she turns around and she goes, I run up behind Johnny, I leap into the air with my daggers at the ready, I jump off his axe, and then I land full force on this zombie with my <laughs> blades. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> fucking aces her athletics roll. And just fucking just smashes this zombie into dust. It is not getting back up again. She fucking she brought the force of gravity and like elven fury on it, like the fists of an angry god, <laughs> and just fucking smashes this thing into pieces. And we're like, "All right, all right, fucking show off." Yeah, we get it. we get it. You cool? Fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, and then we then we go and get loot, which is like a bunch of health potions and some potions we don't know, which is probably just a greater health potion to be fair. <laughs> probably. <laughs> But yeah, so that was that was a really cool ending. And the uh, yeah, the big guy, um, he didn't come back. Who were uh, well, the um, the big bad guy, the guy who who froze us in place. Like mm. he, he's obviously got more to do with a, nah. a greater plot. So nah, nah. that's, that's something. We'll fun never to... see him again. That's it. <laughs> it would be funny. It's just so... <laughs> it's oh, like, nice. if we never see him, it's like oh, you see something like every time like we encounter a bad guy, we think it's him, but it's just not. <laughs> And we got the book we're after, it just had some of its pages removed. Which so. is, that's, that's worrying. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine, though. And now we've gone back for a well-earned week's rest. <laughs> because, and then by the time we're done there, like, Talos should, because uh, she's ordered an accordion mm. from a music shop. Yeah, then anyway, she fucking a couple has. of days, and then you'll have the accordion ready, and Zephyrus, the big, big main quest hub person. <laughs> um, he is the quest hub. Yeah. He'll, he'll be ready to see you again, because he was doing a thing yeah. for a bit. Yeah, so you were ready to... And I don't have to prepare anything, because I had them both prepared. You could have either waited a week after your last adventure, 
because um, you were quite Talis almost died. So I was like, yeah, if you she, want to role play it like mechanically, you're fine after the first night after like a long rest. Um, but if you want to role <laughs> play, your it, organs grow back. Yeah. And... If you want to role play it, that you need a week to recover, you can wait. We can skip forward a week, and you can go see him. Or while you're waiting, you can go and f- re- find this book. Yeah. So I had them both ready for you, which means I don't have to do any prep for next time. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Not that I mind it at all, but <laughs> there was there was a sizable gap there. <laughs> ah, uh, so yeah, that fun. that was some that was some fun. One day, I'm sure we'll work out how to record a session. But one day, yeah. Once we've all all a bit more settled into it, probably like the second or third adventure, I guess. Maybe we'd start recording them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> We're saying goodbye now. Thank you for listening, everyone. We hope you have a good yeah. day. Cheers, guys. Bye. 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 I think that my mum's sexy.